Sometimes you just need a little encouragement. Am I right? Look, I get it. Life is messy and there are so many things that can keep us feeling stuck or overwhelmed in our everyday life. I want you to know that you're not doing this alone. So, welcome to Chasing Wonderment. This is a podcast designed to help you get unstuck, learn how to shift your mindset, and get some encouragement from your internet bestie. That's me. Okay, you ready? Let's start Chasing Wonderment. my goodness we are back again and i'm so excited because i love i love podcasting guys okay (laughs) okay welcome to episode number two of the chasing wonderment podcast i kind of can't believe i still get to say that um so i want to give you a heads up for the next couple of weeks i'm going to be talking about some really essential mindset shifts um i've had to learn these the hard way But I think these are really, really helpful for you to start to get a grasp on and apply to your life if you feel like you need to. Um, These have been like life-altering mindset shifts. When I have come up against these, um, had to learn them the hard way, sometimes multiple times, Um, it has been really, really helpful for me to learn them and I want to pass them on to you. So, for the next couple weeks, that is what we're going to be talking about. And today's mindset shift is, drumroll please, it's let it be messy. Okay. (laughs) Now, I have a feeling some of you, like the hair on the back of your neck may have just stood up, but please stick with me. I promise there's a reason it's going to be good, okay? Just, Just hang with me for a second. Okay. So, I have found that a lot of us, and I'm including myself in this us, a lot of us deal with comparison and perfectionism. And here's the thing. The definition of comparison, as per Google, is a consideration or estimate of the similarities or dissimilarities between two things or people. Um, And then the definition of perfectionism is a refusal to accept any standard short of perfection. That's that there's a lot right in those two definitions, right? Um, and here's the thing when it comes to comparing our lives with other people, it has become easier than ever. Am I right? Like, it is so insanely easy. You can hop on Instagram and you follow all these people who have amazing, glorious experiences in their lives. And then all of a sudden you're sitting there comparing your life to her life. And why isn't it perfect? And why can't you de- afford a Dyson fancy hair dryer thingy-majigget? And all of these things just start cropping up. Like because of our access to technology, which I love technology, but... <laughs> Because of the access, the comparisonitis is so much greater, I feel like, than it was, I don't know, a long time ago. So at the beginning of this year, um, which is 2021, I posted a quick run-through of my bullet journal. And the bullet journal is like the only method of planning or planners that has worked for my crazy creative brain. So I posted just kind of like a, hey, this is how I laid out my bullet journal um, kind of video. The comments on that video are completely bananas. Like, People comment on it all the time. It still gets traction. It still has people finding it and leaving more comments. And almost every, I don't know, every so often I go on Pinterest and I see the comments and it just breaks my heart 
because I cannot tell you how many times I get comments saying, your handwriting is so beautiful. Mine could never look like that. Oh my gosh, your artwork is so gorgeous. I could never draw like that. Okay. <laughs> this leads me to the, like, the biggest point that the biggest thing I've had to learn with comparisonitis. Your life is not supposed to look like mine. No, your handwriting won't look like mine. That's kind of the point. The point is, is that we are unique and we are creative beings and we have been created to be unique individuals with a purpose and passions that are just for us, that are all our own. So the whole point of needing to compare yourself with others essentially puts you at this like, this massive mindset block of well it doesn't look like hers well no it doesn't it's not supposed to your life is not going to look like mine and nothing you do is going to look like the way I do it and that's okay that's the point so that is my thoughts on comparison um I just I get really passionate about it I get passionate about all kinds of stuff so just buckle up guys you signed on for this (laughs) okay um another thing that I want to say real quick um If you find yourself stuck in a mindset of comparison, take a look at who you're following online and unfollow them. And yes, I actually mean myself too. Because here's the thing, my heart is to be here to help you feel encouraged to live an intentional life and to chase wonderment. But if I'm not doing that for you, then we're not a good fit and it's okay. Like your mindset around comparison and living your best life is worth more to me than you following me. Like, you can chase wonderment without me. I promise you, you can. I hope you stick along with the ride because I really hope I get a chance to encourage you. But if it's not working, then just click the unfollow button because you do not need this mindset of comparison because it keeps you stuck. It keeps you stuck so bad. Okay, so the next thing that we tend to deal with is perfectionism and that kind of goes hand in hand with a stuck mindset and I cannot tell you how many times I have heard people say and I've heard it out of my own mouth I can't do that it's impossible um when I hear other people say it I kind of want to like grab them by the shoulders shake them a little and then give them a bear big bear hug and just say yes you can yes you can it's possible because here's the thing A lot of the time, we are so stuck, again, stuck mindset, we're so stuck in comparing ourselves, which leads to perfectionism, because if it's not perfect, then we obviously have failed, right? Like, if it's not perfect, we are completely a failure, and we made a mistake, and we should have never tried it anyway. But what would happen if you could let go of that perfectionism and that comparison and just let it be messy? Oh, that that's hard, right? It's really hard. <laughs> so like I said in last week's episode, chasing wonderment is different for everyone. And the whole point of living our best lives doesn't mean that we are living up to a perfection standard that we have suddenly put on ourselves from some other person, arbitrary person, or person you know in real life that we've put this standard on ourselves because of because of comparing or perfectionism or both because they kind of like go hand in hand. It's I feel like it's hard to explain. <laughs> so 
I think it's just really important to remember if you are feeling like you can't do something or you're struggling with comparison, these three things, at least in my own perspective from my experience, they tend to go hand in hand. Um, You might start with perfectionism because you feel like you have to do something perfect and then you hop on Instagram and -and so-and-so is doing it perfectly because, you know, obviously her life is perfect. Um, (laughs) And then all of a sudden you find yourself dealing with a stuck mindset of like, well, I could never do it like that. But what does that do? That basically stops us from even trying. Because if we're terrified of getting it wrong, then we'll never know if we actually have what it takes to do it. Like, we won't know. And I'm speaking from experience because I literally hesitated to start this podcast up again for probably three months because I was afraid I didn't have what it takes to produce and record and do all the things that are required with a podcast. Like... I have experienced this over and over and over again. Okay, so now we get to the good stuff. (sighs) What do you do if you find yourself struggling with a perfection mindset, um, with comparison, or just a stuck mindset? Maybe it's not even related to perfectionism or comparison, um, but you need it to be, you need to be able to get out of that stuck mindset and start somewhere. You know, and and I'm speaking in this as um, this can apply to like any area of your life. It might be starting a small business. It might be um, figuring out a new routine that will work better for you and your family. It might be trying to keep on top of your dishes and laundry for the first time ever. (laughs) Speaking to myself. (laughs) Um, So I just think it's really helpful to know that I hope these tips will help you no matter what you might be struggling with, whether it's comparison, perfection, a stuck mindset, or kind of all of them muddled up together because they tend to do that for me at least. Okay, so what do you do? What do you do when you're struggling with one or all of these three different areas of your life? Number one, you need to ask yourself why. Okay, why do you think it has to be done this way? Because what happens is a lot of the time we tend to think, oh, well, I have to do this, but it can only be done in this way. I recently got stuck with this my in my own life because I started Marie Kondoing our laundry and I loved it for quite a while. And then I started to not love it um, because it takes forever and I don't love folding laundry. Like, it's not my favorite thing in the world. So... I wrestled with it and I put off the laundry until we'd have a laundry mountain and then I'd fold it and one day I was like, to heck with it, I can't do this anymore. It is putting way too much of a stress on me. Why am I so bent on doing it this way? And what I found was that I wanted it to be perfect and I wanted to be in control of all the things but what happens is everything got out of control because I didn't enjoy the process. So which Did I care more about? Was it the process or was it the end result? Newsflash, it was the end result. I just wanted the laundry out of the way and not on the chair in the middle of the living room. So that day, I just let go of perfection. And a couple weeks ago, I literally took a giant load of laundry out of the the washer and um, dumped it on my kid's floor and was just like, "Go, go have at it. Separate it. Put it away. I don't care how you do it. Just get it away. And they did. And they had a great time. And I just was like, you know what? It's not worth 
my control because I don't care about the process as much as I care about the end result. So that was my why that I have recently um, come up against and uncovered. But here's the thing with asking yourself why. Um, A lot of the time we don't understand the root cause of a mindset block or a lie that we're believing. And if we don't understand the root, that root will keep you like buried and stuck there forever unless you find it and you dig it up and you rip it out. For me, I knew it once I once I started digging a little, I was like, why am I so bent? Why am I so like unwilling to give up this stupid thing? And it was rooted in perfectionism. <laughs> Funny topic today. <laughs> it was rooted in perfectionism and a need to control the environment around me in like hyper-organized ways. Which is really funny, guys, because I am so not organized. Like, I'm just, I'm just not, okay? Um, I try to be, and I know that I have to have certain things in certain places or I'll lose them, like my car key. Um, <laughs> but once I realized that that was the mindset lie that I was believing, that, that limiting belief, I was like, okay, which do I care more about? Do I care more about holding on to this perfectionism and control or do I care more about living my best life and not stressing over the laundry anymore? Newsflash, it's the second. Um, So ask yourself why. I love using, um, I forget, someone else has called it the five stages of why. I think, I don't know who it was. If anybody finds out, please send me an email or DM on Instagram and let me know. Um, But it was called the five stages of why where basically you say like, I would write in my journal or in a note in my phone, why am I so caught up in like having the laundry perfect? And then you answer it. And then after you answer, you literally write the question why again and you answer it again. Typically, I have found it takes three to five whys in order to get to like that root that's really the underlying issue. This is a mind-blowing experience and experiment. I have done it so many times. I literally use this like all the time in my own life because it helps me unpack a lot of these things that we end up believing um, whether they're from the enemy or whether it's something that we picked up on um, Instagram or whatever um, these things that hold us back and keep us stuck because if you're stuck you're safe like that is the fear center of your brain talking if you're stuck there at least whether you like it or not, at least you're safe there because you're not stepping out of your comfort zone and doing something different because our fear center of our brain cannot tell the difference between like real fear and um, perceived fear. But that's a whole nother podcast episode, guys, which we might do that one eventually. (laughs) Okay, point number two. So point number one, um, just to recap, is ask yourself the question why and really challenge yourself on why you think it has to be done in a certain way. And that leads me to point number two. Okay, this one, it's hard to explain and it feels a little weird. So I hope you'll bear with me and um, don't send me too many angry emails. Um, (laughs) Okay, stop giving it morality. Stop giving things that are amoral morality. All right, and in order to explain this, I need to tell you a story. A while ago, I was really stressed out over buying the right kind of deodorant. Like, I wish I was kidding. I'm serious. It was, I was really stressed because here's the thing. Um, I am sort of kind of crunchy 
and I have been sort of kind of crunchy for a long time, but deodorant has been a sticking point. I have tried literally every kind of organic natural deodorant that there is and none of them work like none of them and I just I finally turned to my husband and I was like I just want to feel like a girl again and he probably blessed his heart he's just laughing at me inwardly but he is so kind um and so what he said to me was literally mind-blowing I'll never forget it. We were chatting and I was just kind of telling him everything that I was struggling with and like I didn't know how to make the right decision. And he turned to me and he was like, honey, there isn't a right or wrong kind of deodorant. Like it's not a moral decision. It's just deodorant. And it made me realize I've done this. I think a lot of us do this. Perfectionists, people who struggle with this perfectionism and comparisonitis, we have a bad habit of applying right or wrong to things that are amoral. Now, please hear me. I do believe that there's a moral standard. I, I do believe there is one. I'm a Jesus girl, so that's where I get mine from. Um, but what happens when we apply right or wrong to something, so if you say that you want to do something the right way, we're going to put air quotes around that, like I have to do this the right way. What you're also essentially saying is that there must be a wrong way, right? So there isn't a right or wrong way to fold your laundry or wash your dishes or make your bed or journal or start that small business, there isn't a right or wrong way to do it. That's not how amoral issues work. So what happens is we try to get these things right and we get so caught up in doing it the right way and we're terrified of doing it the wrong way that what ends up happening is we just stay stuck there. And we live in fear and we agonize over simple decisions like buying deodorant or picking out toothpaste because should we get fluoride or no fluoride because, you know, we don't want to kill ourselves. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying here? I, I understand that there are definitely people with personal convictions about going all organic and stuff like that. And I'm not trying to start an argument here. But what I am saying is what if we let go of that level of perfectionism and putting right or wrong on things that are inherently not right or wrong. Like what Susie over there decides to use as deodorant versus what I decide to use as deodorant is fine. It's a personal decision. I hope this makes sense. I feel like it's really weird, but it was a mind-blowing thing for me to understand and it has literally helped me so much. Like I used to wrestle with decisions because I was so scared that I would make the wrong decision or that I wouldn't make the right decision. When if it's an amoral issue, there isn't a right or wrong. You choose what's best. I try to go where there, where it feels right, where there's peace. Um, I, I try to listen to the Lord and just feel see if I can understand where there is peace coming from the Holy Spirit and that's where I go. The end. Like it doesn't have to be as complicated as we make it. It doesn't. Okay so what if instead of trying to get the amoral things air quotes right, what if you just decided to see what works best? What works for you? What might work? And that leads me to my next point which is to treat it like an experiment. Oh my gosh, this is like the best part. 
if you are feeling or have ever felt like a failure because you couldn't get it right, you can't get it right, okay, first of all, again, like, is it a right or wrong issue? Because what you're doing is you're making yourself wrong for not doing it the right way, but there's no manual on whether it's the right way or not. Because everybody has different opinions, and everybody has different life experiences that help them form their opinions. So that's why a lot of people argue, because one person thinks they're right, and the other one thinks this is right. Um, but what happens is we, we feel like a failure, or like we're just a walking disaster, because we can't, air quotes, get it right. And I've been there so many times. So what if you treated it like an experiment? What if there wasn't a right or wrong way to do your dishes? What if you embraced starting that small business like it was a giant fun experiment and, you know, there isn't a right or wrong way to do it. So what if you looked at that next goal or that idea that you have like it was a crazy adventure and the ups and downs of the journey aren't a sign of impending doom but just like a hill or valley along your path and you know that's how we learn? Friend, what if it was messy? (laughs) You see where I'm going here? Instead of being so afraid of doing something wrong and what happens for me what has happened for me in this this cycle of comparison and perfectionism and fear of failure and then feeling like you actually have failed or maybe you did fail and then telling yourself I'm a failure I can't do that and staying stuck there what happens when you start to break that cycle is you start to realize that it's okay to let it be messy and it's okay to make mistakes and mess up and try because like that's what we're supposed to do here. I mean that's called life is making mistakes and letting it be a disaster and trying again and this this idea this mindset shift has been so insanely helpful for me because I really struggle with perfectionism and comparison especially when it comes to my areas of weakness one of them being housework. Like, trust me, I do try to keep our house clean and tidy and all the things, but the ordinary daily tasks are really boring to me. So I have to work very hard and it is like an uphill battle for me to accomplish them. It is not something easy. Um, I'm, I'm so jealous of the people that are like, oh, I just love to clean. I'm like, oh, can you please give me some of that? <laughs> Um, But what happens is I get stuck in comparison because my house doesn't look like her house and why am I such a disaster and then comes like the self-loathing and like inwardly beating yourself up for failing and why are you not doing this and you should blah 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 and you should and all the shoulds and all those mindset blocks. But instead of that, if I can help myself let go and let it be messy, then Figuring out a routine doesn't happen on day one. It happens piece by piece, bit by bit, and you climb up a few rungs and then you slide down a few rungs. It's like playing chutes and ladders for me. Um, You know, I'll be great for like a week and I've got the whole house tip top and then something comes along and throws me off kilter and I get off for a few days. And then I'm like, okay, it's fine. I can keep going. Now I know that this is working. Um, I found out for a little while that um, 
unloading the dish drainer while my coffee was perking was like a really good rhythm for me. Now, the kids are old enough, they unload the dish drainer for me, and it's a huge help. Um, so it's changed again, and that's okay. Because the whole point of life is it's a giant experiment and we get to have fun. We get to have fun doing it. We get to have fun experimenting. And yes, someday, maybe I will get to hire some amazing person and pay them as much money as they will ask me. (laughs) And maybe a little more to come in and deep clean my house. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, Please hear me. I've learned the hard way that Chasing Wonderment is not about getting it right because believe me, I have tried. What happens for me is I think I need to change this and then I go online and I Google or search on Pinterest for the perfect schedule, the perfect way to do this, the perfect this, and I try it and I fail and it doesn't work because newsflash, it's someone else's method and it didn't work for me. And then I get stuck in this cycle of comparison and perfectionism and feeling like a failure and feeling stuck and being stuck because you know I was I've tried to figure out the right way to schedule I've stressed over the right way to exercise and even the right way to build chasing wonderment and more and more often as I'm coaching as I'm talking with other women as I as I get an opportunity to um to chat with you guys I find myself telling other people girl like let it be messy It's an experiment. So just experiment and have fun and see what works and see what doesn't. Because if something doesn't work, then it's not a failure. You just learned another way not to make a light bulb, right? I mean, we can can quote Thomas Edison there. That is what Chasing Wonderment is all about. So here's the thing. If you loved this pep talk, I would so appreciate you taking a screenshot or share with me um, what you're doing while you're listening um, and then tag me on Instagram at Chasing Wonderment. And if you are ready to get unstuck and to work through some mindset shifts and to live your best life, I hope you'll join me for a wonder session. These are completely free. It's a half hour of my time. No strings attached. Like I'm not the person that's going to make you feel guilty for like not coaching with me or whatever. I just want to get to know you and see if I can help you get unstuck and um, yeah, just get to meet you in person via <clears throat> via Zoom, not, not actually in person because I can't like come to Canada or wherever you might be all the time. But anyway, um, I would love it if you would join me in a wonder session. And by the way, if there's a time on there that doesn't work for you, just please send me an email, Kate at Chasing Wonderment, because um, we can always find a time that works. So head to ChasingWonderment.com forward slash wonder session, or the link will be just below this episode in the show notes section. I hope that you go out there and kick comparison and perfectionism in the face. That sounded better in my head, but whatever. We're going with it. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Friend, I hope that you have an amazing day. Have an amazing week. Keep chasing wonderment. And I hope to see you on Instagram or at a wonder session really soon. See you later. Hey there. If you really enjoyed this podcast, I was hoping you would take a second to let me know. Come follow me on Instagram at Chasing Wonderment and just send me a DM and tell me how much you enjoyed it. I so appreciate it and I would love to get to know you.